0: You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I am Michael Halcombe. I'm here with Fred Long and in this Grammar Point episode, we are thinking a little bit more about participles. This is part seven in our participle series and uh, Fred's going to give us some insight um, into, I think, Supplementary participles, is that right?
0: Yeah, supplementary is a broad category. So, so far we've talked about adjectival use, which is simply just like adjectives. Then, the last two episodes, we've been looking at uh, circumstantial participles, which is a new way that's kind of trying to move away from adverbial uses into an informational structural use based on pre or post positioning. Regarding uh, in relation to the main verb, the supplementary use uh, is another category that entails two little, little subuses, and we'll, we'll maybe just start with the first one. A uh, simple one is called complementary. Uh, so here, the participle helps complete the meaning of the main verb. Uh, so certain verbs, like for example, cease like a pavome, I stop or cease, they will take a participle to complete their meaning. Mm -hmm. Often students, beginning students, will learn that infinitives are used as a complement, as complementary to complete the meaning of certain verbs, like to be able to do something, or I want to do something, to do is an infinitive. You know, I'm able to do something that's an infinitive, um, these are complementary infinitive constructions so students are more familiar with that and those are a lot more frequent than than um complementary participles but there are a few verbs not that many but a few in, in new testament greek that uh when the, that verb is used they take a participle to complete their meaning so for example in ephesians 1 uh 15 Paul says, I don't stop, actually 16, Ephesians, I don't stop ceasing praying or giving thanks for you all, uh, making remembrance, remembrance of you in my prayer. So, upavome eucharistone. Eucharistone is from eucharisteo. I give thanks. And that's a complementary participle. And by the way there, he also uses another postposition participle, making remembrance of you in my prayers, and that's really almost a redundant, um, a redundant uh, use right there. But okay, so that's a postnuclear one. So that's a complementary infinitive. The other type of supplementary participle is a very fun one and very important interpretively, and it's called the periphrastic participle. Now, the construction of the periphrastic is a form of the verb to be, either imi or yenome, occasionally the verb arco when it means to be or exist, or anarco, uh no, hubarko, uh, I'm sorry, hooparco. The form of that main verb with imi, yenome, plus the nominative uh, participle form, and so you might have something like uh, Jesus was teaching. So yes, Jesus ain didaskon. Now you might recognize, now wait a minute, Jesus was teaching. That could have been stated simply as an imperfect, as yes, Jesus e Didasken. True. And that's why this use is called the periphrastic use of the participle. The word periphrastic means roundabout way of saying something. Peri meaning around and frastic is a saying. So the periphrastic participle is an optional construction that is a roundabout way of stating something by using a form of a verb of being with the nominative participle. So why is this? Why, what's the interpretive significance of this? Well. I make a lot of hay of this, and I think it's very important to see that this construction, the periphrastic participle construction, ascribes a verbal attribute to the subject. And that adds a lot of dynamicity because um, rather than stating some other attribute like a a noun or adjectival static attribute, The paraphrastic participle construction ascribes an action word or a verbal word uh, to a, a subject. And so that's often stressing that verbal activity as an attribute of the noun. So Jesus was teaching. You have two ways of saying it. One stresses more the teaching activity of Jesus as an attribute of who Jesus is. And that would be the paraphrastic participle. Yeah. Mm. So very significant interpretively, uh, when you see these paraphrastic participles, consider why is there stress on that verbal activity as an attribute? And usually there's some interpretive payoff to be thought about right there.
1: Hmm. Well, you also just taught me a new word, dynamicity. I've never heard that in my life. Oh, yeah. I love making new words. Dynamicity. Dynamicity um all right well uh very insightful and uh, i think we have one more on participles maybe a couple i don't know but um yeah we appreciate the insight fred and we hope uh you enjoyed this episode yeah hope that helps looking for creative ways to launch your biblical language studies to the next level we here at Glossa House create resources with you in mind. We've created a stock of innovative and cutting edge audio, video, digital, and print resources to help you reach your language goals. Visit Glossahouse.com to find what you've been looking for. Glossa House: language resources for the global community.